You're listening to The Swingdom, the champion podcast of the year. Two guys, 28 clubs, zero putts given, with your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. So this is this is going to be a little bit late. We're going to be a little bit late to the party on this one. Yes, we are going to be a little bit late. Schedules have changed. Yes, personal schedules. So it's it's a little bit it's a little bit different. We're going to figure it out. Uh, I think it's going to end up being a lot of early mornings for me. Or late, I think it might also be late nights for me. I think we might try to do this Sunday night to get it out by Monday morning. Right. And then maybe early Wednesdays. I don't know yet. It would be early Wednesdays. (laughs) Hey, Dora. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, we can either do early, we can either do late Wednesdays or early Thursdays even. Yeah. Don't is forget to the, upload. Is this the in? Is this the intro? This yeah, I like it is this. now. Yeah. This is such an on-brand intro. <laughs> I've got a dog. <laughs> I've got two dogs. They just bark and make noise, too. and then yeah. I have one. I'm hiding from them in so the putting gallery. Yeah, I was gonna say today, uh, Gunner's coming to us from the putting gallery. If you're watching the video, putting gallery looks good. It's a good gallery. This is my wall of putters. This is about the, the collection that I would cry if any got burned. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, good callback, good callback. Yeah. Are you ready for the show today? I'm totally ready. All right. Let's do this. You're listening to The Swingdom, the champion podcast of the year. Two guys, 28 clubs, zero putts given, with your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. Hello and welcome to the Swingdom. My name is Ben Ridner. I'm an 11 handicap. I play Cobras. I've got some F8s. I'm here with my best golfing buddy, Gunner. He plays Titleist clubs. He's a six handicap. Has it gone down since or what? Uh, it went down. It's a 5.4. Oh, okay. 5.4. That's good. That's good. All right. Um, yeah. He's got it some helps when you clubs. play from the tips. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah you've got Titleist. You've got some Cobras in the bag. Mm-hmm. Today, today was another. Actually, I do. Today, today's Monday. Today is Monday or Tuesday or today Wednesday. Today is Monday. Thursday. Um. Yeah, there was real golf this weekend again. Yes, good golf. I don't Hard know if you, golf. I don't know if you know this, but but Tiger Woods was there. Was he? He well, I in in he, in, in the he flesh. almost wasn't. That's true. He was he was alive and had a presence there. Yeah, is that, is that fair? That's fair he enough. Yeah, I mean, he made the cut. He played. Which, which I was, I'm, I was glad he made the cut. Um, he was my long shot to win the whole thing. He did not win the whole thing. But Mm-mm. top twenty though, not bad. 
Was Especially it? in those conditions. Yeah. Now, th- I mean, those were yeah. compared to like last week reminded me sort of of like a travelers or a farmers or something. And then you saw it this week and it just lo- it yeah. looked like a major. It really did. First, first in the it news, was hard. mad props. Good job to the greenskeeping staff and superintendent of Memorial of, at Muirfield. Yes. Because to make that course look and feel like two entirely different courses three days apart. Yeah. Super impressive. No, that was, they did a fantastic job. Big props to them. Yep. Uh, and, and you might even have seen the video of them redistributing greens uh, as the players left them. As soon as as soon as John Rahm and uh, Ryan Palmer left a green, they started cutting it up. Really, they did a great job. Yeah, it was fantastic. Oh, that's right. They're, do, they're doing like an entire rebuild for next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throwing. Tearing them up, throwing them on the back of a truck. It was you nice. Got, you got any news this week? Uh, I think the biggest news, really, uh, you know, not to take away, but we found out that that uh, Jack Nicholas and his wife uh, Barbara had the coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah, I was. The I was. Coronavirus tried to get to Jack Nicholas, and again, you ain't gonna catch. You ain't gonna catch him slipping. The that's most for sure. underrated, greatest player of all time, <laughs> Jack Nicholas beat says. Beat the coronavirus. Beat the coronavirus. I guess that's why he thought it was okay to like shake hands with the winner. Yeah, I uh, thought it was weird, and then when he said no, I had it. I was like, wow, shake all the hands you want. I don't, but Champ. Can he he can still give it to people, can't he? I'm sure. He shouldn't shake hands, but yeah. I get why he felt comfortable too. Okay. Um. There's the, the guy who won the corn ferry. You have him in the news. Yes. I don't. I actually don't have any news written down this week. I was ill prepared. I focused so much on the. I focused so much on the tournament. I forgot to write news down. Oh, did you? Uh, okay. Yeah, news Bryson DeChambeau's plan didn't work. Big news. Big, Big news. surprise there. Give me, yeah, let me see if I can. I got nothing. Uh, um, okay, so there's, there was a, Phil did a weird thing where he. Um, oh, yes. Put his coffee cup on the green. <laughs> did you see this? No, I thought you were going to say uh, when when Phil tried to putt from 72 yards out. Okay, so it was, was the, it was the TPC San Antonio. Uh-huh. And it's a Corn Ferry um, event. It was at the Oaks. Riley Davis wins mm-hmm. with a score of minus 16. It's his second win on the Corn Ferry Tour this year. So he's pretty mm-hmm. much guaranteed to be in the top 10, which is really cool, which means we're going to see Riley Davis next year um, on the alternate weeks. But if he wins one more event, yeah. and there are, there are 11 more events, he gets to jump straight up to the PGA Tour next season, gets a card, no questions asked. Hey, 
which is sign them up. Yeah, pretty cool. I mean, like I, it, you know, it's you want to be sort of in like the top twenty. I mean, getting on tour anyway is cool, but just knowing, knowing that you can take uh, take the corn fairies to town. You know, I think it just gives you yeah. a little bit of confidence going up. Um, I don't like this for me was like news, not necessarily part. I mean, I know it's part of the tournaments, but um, mm-hmm. Brooks Brooks Kepka blames the knee big time. Says he had an MRI on it a week or two weeks ago, and that it's not. I guess it's not healing as well as it as it could be. But he's not getting any more. He's not going to get any more treatment on it until after this season, until after the majors this year. So is this just like a pre-built excuse? Well, or... a... Let me weigh on, in on this extensively because I just uh, this year came back from a severe knee injury. When I was playing golf, okay, friend of the show, uh, Thomas, my brother-in-law, Friend can attest pod. to this, playing some golf. Yeah, uh, we're playing some golf. I uh, bent down to pick something up poorly. I dislocated my knee, okay, my left knee. Yeah. Uh, on the third hole, I played. Uh, I shot mid-80s, <laughs> uh, so that's something. That impressive. was great. Uh, it was very impressive. It hurt. It hurt like crazy. Okay, but I got an MRI. I uh, tore some ligament in my knee, um, and not like an ACL or an MCL, but you know, I I, I tore something in my knee, dislocating it, and yeah. I couldn't play for six months. I, as a matter of fact, when we started this podcast, I had just come off of you know, kind of a hiatus because there was no, I could barely walk Yeah. without sharp pains in my knee. It felt like knives. So don't, if your knee is hurt, don't, don't play. Don't All right. Ruin, you're don't you're ruin still it a PGA tour. Yeah. Yeah. What is, what does uh, Brady Schnell say? Don't take the spot of somebody who, who can. Or yeah, somebody I mean, who should. The other side of it Brady is like Schnell, yeah, and Brady Schnell should have come out and said, "No, Brooks Kepka." Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was. It was just. It was. It's weird. I'm trying to figure out if it's like he's blaming it for playing poorly because he didn't take the you know the quarantine as seriously as everybody else, or if it's a real issue that he should take mm-hmm. the time and properly fix. And, um, his knee. Yeah. 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 Um, Here's the other side of it, right? Okay. Sorry. Yep. Here's the other side. side. Well, real quick. Here's the other side of it. He sucked. Okay. (laughs) He sucked for two weeks now. Yeah. Okay. And now he's like, oh, well, you know, it's my knee. It's my, it's, it's my knee. Like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm the grand champion. It's my knee. Maybe you just suck right now. Maybe, Maybe you've got the yips. Maybe you're doing too many Michelob commercials and not enough knee exercises. Right. I could tell you that alcohol has gotten in the way of my golf game over this quarantine, and it's okay to admit <laughs> you had too many mix. Yeah. Okay? You had too many Michelob ultras, all right? And you suck. 
It's not, you're just not good sucks, right now. But he yeah. sucks the past two weeks. Yeah. You're not, you're not Brooks Kepka right now. Just shut up. If it's, if your knees hurt, take care of your knee. Okay. Yeah. Anybody with half a brain can tell you if it hurts, don't use it. Yeah. If, if it's not your knee, then just be like, oh, I got something going on right now. Jeez. Yeah. I didn't, like I'm I said, like you. I didn't take quarantine as seriously you. as some other people. Um, right. Yeah. Nobody's going to hate you. I mean, I, I, every, I think everybody kind of hates him. Well, that's for other reasons. Yeah. Um, that's an attitude issue. <laughs> <laughs> So you, yeah, I was going to say you talked about Jack and Barbara having the the COVID. Um, I thought this was like here's can we just have one like a feel good story? Yeah, please. Um, Bones Mackay, caddies for Matthew oh. Fitzpatrick. And, oh, and they do what a, a show. They do a great job on Sunday. I don't want to give away too much for but. But it was just feel good to see Bones, you know, third place on the bag. He's going to, he, I mean, it's just it all another, away. There it's it another was. story to tell. <laughs> it's another story to tell when he's, when he's back on the microphone. So that's really cool. That was really exciting. Bones is the greatest caddy, I think, of all time. Yep. And I, I, I can't remember. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no. I was going to say, tell, yeah, tell a Bones story. Well, so I can't. I can't recall the specific tournament, okay? Um, because probably because there's been multiple tournaments, but it, you've listened to Phil Mickelson talk, right? Yeah. About his lie, about his shot. I have seen on multiple occasions Bones Mackay, Bones McKay, whichever it is. Mackay. Uh, it would help if we, I thought it was Mackay too, but you know. There's some uh, purists out there. Uh, <laughs> I've seen on multiple times bones go toe to toe with just absolute nonsense golf lingo that yeah. doesn't even none of it's even real. No, they just say words and they both know what they're talking about. But I'm just bones has to be the greatest caddy to ever caddy and, and there are some great ones and i know there were some better ones out there this is just my personal thing and maybe it's a phil thing but bones is my guy if i had a caddy it'd be bones 100 percent of the time okay i'd quit the tour if bones could no longer caddy that's how much i love him wow that's He's intense. Just the guy that's a bit intense yeah so you're telling me if like i have no chance i'm just saying if you were if you were on tour yeah. And Bones was your caddy. Yeah. And he quit the week before your first Masters. Oh, no, that's a different story. <laughs> you know I'd play. <laughs> oh, well, you got to do me like that. Now you, you forced me to pre-lie about my entire feeling. <laughs> no, no, I just, I, I understand your feelings on Bones. I just also understand your feelings on Augusta. Oh, yeah, I'd play. I'd play with a duck on on my bag. I didn't want you to lie. Like an to, actual duck. Look, I I just it's not that I didn't bag. want you to lie I would to yourself. Play Augusta. I didn't want you to lie to us, and I just didn't want you to lie to yourself. Okay. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you for looking out. I'd carry my own bag. Yeah. 
Speaking play, of speaking I'd of carrying just your own a bag, pitching wedge. Speaking of yes. carrying your own bag, um, did you see uh, Justin Thomas went back to the uh, the Junior PGA Tour? Did he? He had his he had his oh, dad yes, carrying because, his uh, bag. Caddy almost. Yeah, yeah, because his cat it was hot. It was like what a hundred and four heat index. Yeah, and his caddy was just like sick. Yeah. So his dad hopped on the bag. You know what? Shout out, Mr. Thomas. I've been there. Got you. I like <laughs> no, it. I no, no, dad. No. <laughs> I, yeah, that's what I get. <laughs> I, let me a little insight on caring for your kid. Uh, Don't. Whatever you say is wrong. <laughs> whatever you say is wrong. You have no idea what golf is. Uh, but in the end, it works out, and you love just, each other. I just like and it's a that, special. It's a special time. I just like that you get all of the blame. Like it's never his fault. It's never it's his fault. It's either the yeah, wrong club the equipment. or the wrong ball. Yeah. Or the, but even if it is the wrong club, it's your fault for like looking at the club. Yeah, <laughs> I purchased. I bought the clubs, so therefore it's my fault. Yes. Oh, it's amazing. Know, it's fine. I love it, though. I love. I absolutely love it. It's one of the greatest things that Gavin and I, my son, have ever gotten to do was yeah. play player caddy in tournaments. I can't, you know, we've got two back-to-back -back on uh, next week. That's awesome. Uh, Monday, Tuesday. Are you in the car? And then Friday is three next week. Uh, I think I'm in the, I think I'm walking two and I'm catting one. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll are see. We... Local course I get to caddy at. But yeah, let's get to, let's get to real golf. All right. We're are just you, talking now. Are you ready for, are you ready for the read? Sure. All right, do you want to do the read? What are we doing? I'm I'm on my phone just so everybody knows. I was going to say, apparently... So I don't have, like, a computer in front of me. You touched your earphone, and it almost died on us again. I, yeah, well, so my ear itches now for some reason. It itches, and I'm, like, afraid to scratch it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I, we'll, do, we'll do the bell tone. All right, let's do the bell tone. It's time for us to put down our bag and hear from our sponsors. Hey Gunner. Yes, sir. Why do you, why do you keep scratching at your ears? Stop stop scratching at your ears. It's it's not going to make you hear any better. Something's not something's not right with it. With but I, if I take the headphone out, I can't hear anything. So yeah, no, the headphone. Something I I get it's <laughs> I can't get through this. It needs to be adjusted, and I'm afraid if I adjust it too much, it just cuts off <laughs> well if you had hearing aids in from beltone hearing aid center of, of beltone hearing aid centers of new jersey starring joseph ridner um you might be able to get away with having some bluetooth hearing aids that you could touch without them turning off wow. your cell phone you're kidding yep beltone hearing aid centers of new jersey specialize in hearing loss and what they can do to fix it. So what they do is they, they sit you down after you've given them the code word golf. Mm -hmm. 
You give them the code word golf, they give you a free hearing test. So they sit you down, they test your hearing, they do little beep, beep, beeps, beep, 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 beeps, beep, 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 beep. And, and depending on the frequency and which side uh-huh. it's on, you can um I think I think decibel levels are thrown in there as well. Ooh, yeah, those are yeah, decibels are a good thing. Frequency decibels and sides? Pitch. Pit, no, I think pitch is frequency. Frequency and pitch are similar. Is pitch I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like what what if it's like your left side or your right side? What's the Those are sides. Those are just sides. Okay. Um, stereo or mono? Yeah, whether or not you've got good hearing in both ears, whether you're going to hear in stereo. Sure. <laughs> so you get tested for all these things for free. <laughs> <laughs> At Beltone Hearing Aid Centers of New Jersey, owned and operated by Joseph Ridner. Go use the code word golf, get your free hearing test. Ride your bicycle, take your boat, drive your car. We don't care if it's a hybrid. It can be any kind of car you want. Go to Beltone Hearing Aid Centers and get your hearing tested so that you can listen to your friends make fun of you on the golf course. That's right. So you can hear every nasty word they say about you. Yep. Good, good. Don't, oh yeah, don't tell them. That's not good. Don't don't tell them you've got hearing aids until yeah. Don't tell them you have it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Be like, I heard what you said. Yeah. Good. Good read. Good read. All right. Yeah. Yeah. What's the phone number, real quick? Oh yeah, yeah. The phone number is seven three two, eight 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 nine thousand. Uh huh. And if you live in New Jersey, the phone number is still seven three two eight 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 nine thousand. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. No problem. And now to your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. Well, that was a good read. Can I tell you, uh, the guy that does our voice, our reintro, says my name better than I do. (laughs) That's why I needed somebody to introduce me. (laughs) That's why I needed somebody to introduce me, because I have a hard time saying my own name. It's I, I don't even try to say mine anymore. Strange. Um, yeah, no, Dan. We thank. Well, first of all, thanks, Dan. Thank you, Dan, for for doing all of our audio for the podcast. We really, really appreciate it. Um, yeah, shout out, Dan. Yeah, shout out, shout Great out, guy. Dan. Um, golf. This is a golf co- podcast. Yeah, yeah. Almost is a pod. We got podcast. Oh no, that would have been like cod like piece. Old fish. Yeah, don't do that. Fish from the olden times. You okay? I think I messed something up on my phone. Yeah, there we go. All right. All right. Can you, if you great. can hear me, I'll fix it in a second. That's fine. <laughs> um, so, so this weekend it passed now was the Memorial Tournament. It was great. We had so many men of the people. I just want to congratulate the yeah, so we had a for lot. making us normals feel good about ourselves. You know what I liked about Man of the People is that I constantly had a candidate for it and somebody was just worse than the last. Well, so we only technically okay. had four 
No. But, yeah, but. But Like, I want to say 12 people shot in the 80s. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay, first... First, let's. I just want to talk about my man of the my my mensch of the of the people. Sure, man of the people. This weekend, Dustin, go for it. This weekend, Dustin Johnson became a mensch in the eyes of the swingdom. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I was I was hoping so hard he would just just completely fall apart. And I love Dustin Johnson. You know he, I do. I root he for didn't him. break. And it. he just didn't. No, he didn't. He couldn't put anything together. He had two rounds of 80. Worst of all time. Second to last place. <laughs> two DFL. Second to DFL. Um. Another another man man of the persons man of mensch of the peoples, yeah. Bryson DeChambeau. I'm telling you, look, I want to talk about Bryson a little bit later. Okay, but uh, I just want to say probably shot, a lot because I, a, I shot Bryson a just makes me angry. He shot a ten. He did. He shot it on one I, hole. Can I tell you? I don't remember the last time. I shot a 10 on one hole. I just don't remember. Shot a 10. And that's not me bragging. I'm just saying that as a as an amateur, okay, and I have a decent handicap, but as an amateur, I haven't shot a 10 on a hole in a very long time. So as a pro, something ain't working. No. You didn't play right. No. Can I can I tell you something very impressive that happened this weekend? Yes, please. I was I was playing with a guy named uh, named Dave, friend of the pod. Subscribe to the Dave. YouTube channel. He's shout a good out. guy. Shout, shout out, out, Dave. Shout out, Dave. Um, good guy, Dave. He so t- on Saturday it was the uh, the club championship. I'm going to talk a lot more about this at the end of the show because it hurts my heart. But Dave on the third don't hole. Don't lie. Now don't lie about it because Dave will know. Par five. Oh, I've got the. Uh-huh. I've got the. Let me see what the yardage is. I've got the scorecard. In, I always, I always keep a spare scorecard in my pocket just in case I accidentally play golf. Um, five hundred and sixty-two. <laughs> five hundred and sixty-two. That's pretty yards. decent. Five hundred and sixty-two yards. That's a right? decent par five. He shot a ten. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Nine handicap. He shot. He lost three balls out of bounds. And still got a 10? Off of the tee. So he was seven off the tee and then birdied the hole, technically. Wow. Heck yeah, Dave. (laughs) Come on. Shout out, Dave. That's impressive. It's impressive twofold. One, to lose three balls on one hole. And then to still like technically, you get from T to the hole in four. Yeah, that's great. I'm in. Shout out, Dave. Yep. So that's the last. That was the last time I saw a ten. I want to play your course so bad. (laughs) Just, just, just come out for the weekend. Dave's was more impressive. 
Yeah, yeah but Dave's, Dave's was more impressive. Bryson just sucked. Can you come out for the club championship next year? I'll win the club championship, I swear to you. Please, because I'm, I'm, I'm a little we'll, – look, we'll talk about it at the end. All right. Thursday, Thursday at Memorial. All right. Thursday at Memorial. So, we have the highlighted group. I had Dustin Johnson, who shot an 80. Shout out. Justin Thomas, two over your boy, and Xander Shopley. So, you had two players as your picks in the first highlighted group. Um, we went chalky. Uh, we went chalky. Low round. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Well, not not in the end. Uh, Muirfield Village played very difficult this week. Yeah. Uh, but your low round was uh, Tony Finout, six under. And your worst round, and this isn't the last time you're going to hear his name, David Lingworth, uh, shot a 10 over 82. Uh, mm-hmm. You had two players withdraw, Nate Lashley through 13. And Jason Kokrak. Uh, withdrew after the first round, so I don't know what's up about that. Now they're claiming that there were no positive coronavirus tests on the PGA Tour this past week, but I'm not buying it. I, I'm actually kind of suspicious about their. There openness. I think there were too many withdrawals for that to be the case. I think there's just there were three in total. Yeah, normally there's but, like there might be uh, one, and it'll be an injury. Right. That's what I'm saying. I, there was three. That's over the average. Can yeah. I tell you? So I keep just, I'm just going to sidebar here. The average, listen to this, through 33 played events before the, the lockdown, okay, before the shutdown, 1.38 players withdrew on average. Yeah. Okay. And that's usually through, like that's like a that's like a nagging injury. Yeah. And there have been six. I'm sorry, that's 33, two, three, four, five. I'm counting, by the way. You're real good at it. 24. I'm sorry, it's 24 events. Yeah. 33 players have withdrawn through what did I say? 24? Jeez. My math's not good today. It's been a bad math day. Anyways, it was 112. It was 112 degrees today in Virginia. I just just thrown that out there. It hit 112 today. What's that in Celsius? So my math. A uh, thousand and it's two. It's like it's like 45. It's not good. No. Oh yeah, I'm going to Kelvin. That's where I was going. Oh, okay. Yeah, you didn't think I knew science? Anyways, uh, so... <laughs> science! 20, science! So 24 events, 33 total players have withdrawn. But this is the sixth event since the comeback. And there have been 15 players that have withdrawn. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, yeah, it's absolutely so, ridiculous. It it has to be. Anyways, my notes say very windy to get off so, the yeah. coronavirus so subject. Very windy is, day. It's 44.444 degrees Celsius. We are so off track. 
the temperature no, was close. that in Virginia it's, today. It's, it's 317 in Kelvin. I was not close, but I did know it went up. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> I didn't know Kelvin was more. I just thought you said somebody's uh, yeah. I just thought you said Kevin wrong. I thought you were just talking about some guy. No, Kelvin. Kelvin is uh I don't I don't know why you would use Kelvin. I think it's for extreme heat. Yeah, the only time I've ever seen Kelvin is like is when people are talking matter. about absolute zero. Or talking about like liquid nitrogen yeah. is zero Kelvin. That's like absolute zero. I could also be a hundred percent wrong. That's true. Oh, okay, good. I was good. I was, I was close on that. Okay. I think my phone's gonna die. This is gonna be this should be the best podcast be ever. <laughs> Anyways, I, I know this stupid storm because it gets so hot in Virginia. Yeah. And then it storms. It's and very then tropical. It's even worse the next day. It's yeah. stupid. Anyways, yeah. it was very windy the first day. You want to go to Friday? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, at some point, yeah, let's go to Friday. All right. What do you want to say about Thursday? I'll talk about Everybody it. Everybody sucked. Friday. I'll talk. I'll, yeah. Thursday was, Thursday was bad. What? Thursday yeah. was bad. All right. Friday. Uh, highlighted group. This is where Bryson gets his 10, by the way. Yep. Uh, highlighted group, Rory, Tiger, Brooks. Uh, Rory's crush. Rory basically crushes it. Uh, yeah. Tiger, not great, but he barely makes – so he barely makes a cut. So does Brooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the cut line starts at two, and it goes – from two to three over. Over. I mean, yeah, this is what I was going to talk back about. Back to three. Yeah. Yeah, over par. Yeah. Three over par it finishes at. So Tiger barely scrapes by. Do you know Brooks the last time a tournament, by. the cut for a tournament was three over par? As a matter of fact, if you look in our camera, I do have that written down. Uh, was it? it was the Arnold Palmer Invitational in March. Was it? Yeah, I have it written down right here. In March. Call me a liar. Is that the yeah, one Terrell Terrell one? I don't know. That was the week before Terrell. the players. Arnold Palmer Invitational. I thought it would. I thought that it would have been a major. I thought it would have been a major last year because, like, no. So I'll tell you all the tournaments that were had a over par. For the 2019-2020 season, uh, over par cut. It was the Sony Open in Hawaii in January. Yeah. At one over. Mm-hmm. It was the Honda Classic in February. Okay. The next event, the Arnold Palmer Invitational at three over. So both of those were three over. And then, oh, I'm sorry. I missed the Genesis was one over. Um and uh yeah the memorial at three over. Maybe maybe I'm just loud wrong. Maybe I'm just feeling loud wrong then. But yeah, I thought I thought the course looked I have extremely it. difficult. I thought the I was gonna this is what I was gonna talk about, but I figured I'd wait till after Friday. Um you yeah. see Tony Finau goes low. Um yes. No. Oh. You've got Ryan Palmer is down there low. Um, There were a few guys you just didn't expect to see down there. Like I know, I know Ryan. Six way tie. 
I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say Ryan Palmer this week got his invitation to the, to the, to the masters. Yep. Or the USO. Well, you round two was probably the best because there was a six way tie for the low round at six under six players shot at 66. Yeah. Sixes. Uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Henrik Norlander, who's popped onto the scene. Yeah. Jason Day, Victor Hovland, who I had, who I thought was, you know, going to tear it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Danny Willett and Mackenzie Hughes, who was a man of the people twice last week. Yes. Danny, so, Willett, of D- Danny Willett was my vote for Sunday's man of the people. Mm-hmm. But it didn't matter because everybody just kind of blew it the next two days. Ben on was our man of the people at 10 over 82. Ben on shooting in the eighties. I didn't think I was going to see Danny Lee withdraws. Yeah. And two of my guys get cut. (laughs) Golf's a thick fickle game. Yeah. I'm not doing very good at paying attention today. I'm sorry. I keep no, no, reading my notes instead yeah, of doing I'm, the I'm doing the same thing right now. I like that VJ Singh made the cut and played well. I called that. Yeah. I said, I think VJ makes the cut. He was high above the cut. He was, what, one under at the cut? Yeah. He was one under through two rounds. All right. Are you ready for Sunday? Yeah. Sunday. No, I'm on Saturday. We're on Saturday, oh, Ben. Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. Saturday. Stop trying to skip days. I, yeah, I mean... Come on. This was a good... Come on. Saturday was good. This is where John Rom took off. Yeah. John where John Rom, Rom was yeah. like... John yeah, Rom this is where John players. Rom... Yeah, he... Uh, him and Brendan Todd shot a 4 under 68. Jimmy Walker... I have a funny story about Jimmy Walker, but Jimmy Walker was our, our man of the... Our man of the people... At nine over, uh, we paid attention to Jordan Spieth and Victor Hovland. That was a great group. Um, two under, one under, respectively. Yeah. Um, no withdrawals. No withdrawals the rest of the week. But, uh, yeah, this is where you really start to uh, see it come together, at least at the very top. A lot of movement after the, after the top five. But, yeah. No, I mean, it was, uh, it was, a, it was really a moving day work. through and through. Saturday was moving day through and through. You saw people make the cut. Absolutely. It was like, it was, it seemed to me like it was the only day where people were going low. Yeah. Everybody was a hard, that was having a really hard time scoring. And it seemed like the later it got in the day, the harder it was to score. And the exception on the day was John Rahm. Yeah. Tony Fina was up there. He fell fell apart. He fell Um, apart. You know, I just thought he was a cool story. He shot 59 last week, and we were sort of like, eh, like it's, you know, it's a practice, so it doesn't really count. And then he comes out, and he's, you know, top of the leaderboard Friday and Saturday. And then Saturday afternoon, yeah. he just couldn't, he couldn't do it. So, um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was one of those things where it was like, Saturday, they let people move around and shift and shuffle and have good, and just, just let people, you know, get a little bit comfortable. And then on Sunday, they just ripped the carpet out. They just ripped the rug out. Yeah. 
it was Sunday was nasty. Yeah. Um, you want to get into that real quick? No, I mean, unless you got more to say about Saturday, Saturday, I just, I loved it. It was a great moving day, but I don't, I didn't really like the only thing I didn't love about Saturday was that it was in juxtaposition to Sunday. It almost didn't like, yeah thursday friday and sunday the course played impossibly hard and it felt like they like they yeah. gave him a break on saturday mm -hmm. you know what i mean with a cut of plus three it's playing really hard and then on sunday they're sort of like well i guess we'll let you have it for one day and sometimes i just wanted to see a bit more like yeah. the u.s u.s open where they're just sort of like nope no no -uh. right no yeah, you're not getting any breaks. Yeah, you better putt that moving ball, Phil, because you're gonna be you're gonna be stuck otherwise. That was that was basically the only difference between this and a major, especially an Open Championship. Yeah, you know, such as the Open or the U.S. Open, was that they kind of cut them some slack on one of the days. They and I think the green speeds were not near. I mean, the greens weren't nearly as fast. I don't. On Sunday, they seemed like lightning. Not U.S. Open fast. No, no, I've seen that. That looks like glass. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, actually so. don't know that it's real grass. No, it looks like painted marble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So, like, there was a lot of people. So Saturday, at the end of Saturday, um, John Rahm is up four and yes. he he needed all four of those shots for sunday um he did sunday plays really hard the only real standout was matthew fitzpatrick who goes low and shoots minus four shoots a 68 yep. but everybody else it sure seems, does. everybody else it seems is in positive numbers they're yeah. they're playing they're trying to play for par golf um my man of the people right, for the, Sunday the, is Danny Willette, who goes yeah. from like fifth place to to twenty something, shooting an eighty three. Yeah, which is just one stroke worse or one stroke better than the low round. Oh, yeah. I yawned. It's okay. Let me rephrase that. It's okay. One stroke better than the worst round. You know what Danny well, Danny Willette has that we don't have? Oh, uh, a master's jacket. Yeah, he's got a green jacket. I know. You think if somebody's like, one. "Hey, man, how how is it shooting in the '80s?" He's like, "Hey, man, how is it being cold at night without a green jacket?" <laughs> Did you know I have a locker at Augusta National? Yeah, yeah it's no big deal. Oh, what did what did you I have for it. dinner on uh, on Tuesday night at Augusta? Because Tiger's cooking for me this year. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. So Sunday was uh, Sunday was tough. I mean, even yeah. our picks: Victor Hovland eight over, yeah. uh, Bubba Watson eight over, Justin Thomas two over, Colin Morikawa eight over. Yeah. Uh that two over seems like seems like it. a good score. Yeah. Uh yeah. Xander, uh he was he was two under, but you know, couldn't couldn't even get even for the tournament. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and Tiger Woods shot a four over to get to six under. It, it was it was nuts. There was a weather delay. Um, I think the big story for Sunday was John Rahm and his penalty. Oh, um, I'm just so this is kind of so. Can can we get into his penalty a little bit here? A, a lot bit. Yeah. So so I'm just gonna so John Rahm uh, receives his two stroke penalty on the 16th. Yeah. Um, he's in the rough. He's greenside rough. It's deep. Uh, no, no, again. He yeah. Re- okay, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. So I'm, he, I'm excited. He his club. I know. He re- well, I want to tie this to Bryson DeChambeau, unfortunately. Um, so I'll let you be more positive about this uh, and kind of keep it to John Rom. But he rests his club. The ball bobbles. He doesn't see it. Um, and uh he he takes a stroke and if you don't recognize that you've made a penalty then you're especially with a moved ball then you're awarded a two-stroke penalty for hitting a ball that was not originally in your play he also drains it 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 doesn't matter the important thing is he he puts it in he put it in so um he talks afterwards right so he still wins by three instead of five so whatever but afterwards they ask him about it and he said you know what i wasn't even paying attention to the ball i got a lot going around me this is a hard shot i see that i didn't think it moved but i'm seeing here it moved and um it's unfortunate but those are the rules. I respect the rules. So this is this Class is a, act. That's yeah, this, all that happens. Yeah, this is a this is a question I have. Yeah. Golf is a game where you call out penalties on yourself. Right. It's a gentleman's game where you you call out the penalties on yourself. Other people can call them out on you. Right. But if he says, if he says he didn't see it, do you believe him? Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially, so this is kind of what I wanted to get to. So he says, I didn't see it move. I have a lot going on. Um, When I rested my club, I was kind of looking at my landing spot. Uh, I see here that it moved. It was, it was a total mistake. I totally respect the rules. Um, I, I totally deserve my penalty. Um, I'm really, I'm just really thankful. It didn't, it didn't bite me too hard. Yeah. I, I mean, believe it's, it's, that. it's easy I, to say that after you've won. <laughs> but I've never really, so John Rom has had a temper, yeah. but I've never seen him say golf is out to get me. And no. this is what I wanted to talk about. Bryson DeChambeau's out of bounds ruling. And he refuses to believe that that's the rule. Instead of taking, he, he, instead of taking the ruling as it is, he says, you've got to be kidding me. I want somebody else. Now, it's okay to ask for a second opinion, but the guy has, the, the official has completely explained why this is still a penalty. Yeah. And all he does is get angry. Yeah. Hashtag roid rage. I'm still on that. Okay. okay. He 
that's the difference between me believing you or not. I'm going to, I want to go back to John Rom for one second. Please. I don't want to be on Bryson too long. I just want to no, say no, no. like, then, this is then, the difference. And then I want to get to Bryson just quickly, but first John Rom is mm-hmm. you, the ball moved a dimple. If you didn't have a 55 inch television, because it was mm-hmm. like the ball, the ball took up 90% of the screen. They zoomed in so close on it. Yeah. If you're, if you're there and you're looking at like the shot of John Rom, not the close up on the ball, you don't see that uh-huh. ball move. I wouldn't see that ball move. Right. I mean, he may have noticed that it moved. I'm not, I'm not going to say he did or didn't because it's, it's no one, no one can say that, but with the amount that it moved, even from six foot away, which is where his eyeballs are, you wouldn't be able to tell that it moved so inconsequentially to the point where he didn't, it didn't like he didn't step away and change his swing. He still took the same swing. The ball right. didn't move enough for him to even have to change his swing. So that's the thing is like, mm-hmm. if you can't see it with the naked eye, is it a penalty? So this is the same thing that happened to Lexi Thompson. You remember she yeah. the the putting the ball on the it happened to Tiger Tiger Woods at like the 2013 Masters, the phone call. Yeah, I technically yes, it is still a penalty. Now this wasn't a call in situation. Yeah, they were actually zoomed in on the ball to see the lie, yeah. and it happened. Yeah, it is still a penalty. So there. You know, fractions aside, he deserves the two-stroke penalty. Now, if he had said, hey, I think my ball moved, mm-hmm. I think they get to attempt to replace it. He said, I didn't. Clearly, he didn't make contact with the ball. Um, and, and even if not, even if he isn't allowed to replace it, it's a one-stroke penalty for moving the ball. That yeah. happens. Yeah that's okay you know it was an accident so maybe he does get to replace it to the to the you know to the what do you, what do you say the for the ruling official to allow it and yeah. say oh, the satisfaction is the word i'm looking for but yeah. it, he he hit the ball after it moved it's a two-stroke penalty and he yeah. didn't report it so fine no, no, he's lucky it wasn't is, a four-stroke penalty yeah i was gonna say imagine imagine if he bogeyed the hole and it was a you know it was a six instead of a four i think he might have had a slightly different reaction mm-hmm. um going back to bryson mm-hmm. we know golf is after him it, yeah it's openly after bryson like we, for distance like not only that, but you like the side saddle putting and the compass and the single length and the grips and everything Bryson does to give himself an advantage, whether or not it actually does, golf fully investigates. Right. When Which, it comes to Bryson. When it comes I to agree. Bryson. When it comes to anybody else. It, I'm not saying everybody else does that, but um, 
you know, when they banned the, you know, the chest putters, the, the long putters, like the mounted on your chest putters, a lot of people right. came up with different variations of how to deal with that. And Bryson yeah. was the only one that they made a second rule to get rid of. Mm-hmm. Because side saddle putters had I been legal what... up until then. I, I see where you're going, where he has the right. It's understandable that he gets angry when an official gets in his way. Um, I just think it kind of ties in. And obviously. Yeah, no, finish. I think it ties I'm, in. I don't, I don't think it's like the appropriate action, but I do like, I, mm-hmm. there are more like when, when tiger, when tiger was at his top, you know, they're talking about tiger proofing courses and like tiger was mm-hmm. so good that mm-hmm. they had to go, you know, a sort of go after Tiger a little bit. And the only way they could do it, because everything else conformed, was to basically make the courses longer or or change up the dog legs or, you know, because he's not as good at fading the ball as he is at drawing the ball. So, you know what I mean? They try to do a bunch of stuff to sort of to get at Tiger. And to be fair, it, it's, you know, it's work to the Masters. I think if they didn't Tiger-proof Augusta, he would have, you know, 10 there. Yeah, like the thing is, is right, it's like you're going to give these pros every Mm -hmm. advantage in the world. And then when one guy pulls out a tape measure and then, you know, measures his goal and, you know, does this and they say, sorry, that's gone too far. It's like, well, you're you're giving them precise maps of the greens. You're giving them precise yardage maps. You're, You're giving them every opportunity to play the course three or four times before the tournament. They get to do whatever they want out there. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like, it's this thing, which is like, yes, Bryson is hitting it further than anybody else has ever. Is he winning everything? No. Is he anywhere near Tiger? No. Is he anywhere near what Jack was even back then? No. He just happens to be shortening the golf course. Like, is this driving going to affect, like the thing about golf is you need to be good at four very different things. Driving, um, approach, shipping, slash, pitching, and putting. Like, those are the four things that I'm like, if you're really good at these four things, you like, you can then make it work. He's not right great at any of them. He's good. Don't get me wrong. He's really, really, really good. Is he great at mm-hmm. any of them? I'm not sure yet. No. Not yet. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll, I do, I do we'll have they, to see what happens. Yeah, I think they just take. I think they take a longer look at the stuff Bryce is doing than anybody else. Mm-hmm. I think I think you're right. I think it's okay for him to get upset, but the way he lashes out is not right. Unprofessional. It is unprofessional. All right. Well, that's it. John Rom's your uh, John Rom's your winner. Wins by three. Gets a fist bump from uh, old Jack. Yeah. Wins by and, three. Uh, what, what did he do? Sorry. He shot, a, he shot a three over. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He won by three with a three over. So that tells you how hard the, the course was. That tells you how hard the day was. Yeah. He's the second Spaniard to uh, reach world number one. Yeah. Aside from uh, Seve. Yep. 
and hey, he's gonna. He's this is not the last time you're gonna see him at world number one. I can guarantee that. No, and to be fair, I thought it was really cool. So if Rory had finished in the top thirty, he would not have been world number one. But Rory didn't finish, did not finish in the top thirty. So John Rahm moves up to world number one. Right. You know who? You know the other Spaniard who's been playing for a while and has not been number one. Oh, is that uh, Sergio? Yep, Sergio Garcia, not world number one. <laughs> nope. Nope. Never All has. Right, so that's the Memorial Tournament. We will be back in a minute to tell you about our golf. Yeah. Because I'm not sure if I'm going to get. I'm not sure if I'm going to get all fired up about my golf or not. Well, we'll let you mostly talk because we only have a little bit of time left. Okay. Um, do you want to do a read? Sure. Okay. It's time for us to put down our bag and hear from our sponsors. Let me ask you a question, Ben. Ask away, Gunnar. Um, yeah, let, let me ask you. So we kind of have a brand here at the uh, Swingdom where we start talking about something and trail off. That's our brand. I just thought that was who we were. I didn't know that was our brand. That's who we are. It's our brand. Okay. It's a we're on brand when we uh, when we trail off. Hey, I can't even get the camera right right now. I'm just moving it around. I don't care. I like Listen, your bobbleheads. Uh, the I do have some, but I have a few. I have a few bobbleheads. Are you seeing my Tiger Woods ones over yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, so you know who doesn't get off track? That's Jim Nance. Yeah. Jim Nance needs to get off track because everybody loves hearing us get off track. When we talk about golf, we talk 30% about golf and 70% about other things. And you know where you can hear more of that, Ben? Where? Hot Mike. Hot Mike. I tell you. Hot Mike's great. Hot Mike lets us comment on live golf. All right? We've been on hiatus for a little while because I did go back to work. Shout out work. Getting yeah, paid. work. Love you. Ben, ben will get on there for you guys because yeah, I know you miss him. He's a, he's a good-looking guy. I might call in some guest stars. Golf. Yeah, just bring on some guests. I mean, it's hard for me to golf in the middle of the day, but I digress, as usual, on brand. Go to Hot Mike. Download Hot Mike. the free app on your Android or Apple smart device, okay? And sync up to live golf. All right. Hey, hey how much do they have to pay for Hot Mike? Let me, let me, I have a fake calculator in my hand. You see this? Oh my God. Wow. Zero. Zero dollars. It's made out of fake gold. Made out of fake gold. Fake gold, invisible calculator. Calculate it up. Zero. Zero dollars. Zero. zero pounds. Zero. Denari, zero everything. You just download it. You you know what you should do when you download it. They ask you for an invite code. That doesn't mean you can't get on there without an invite code, because of course you can. But, yeah, but you what should, it, you, should, you, you, no, should you type can't in get the word. on without an invite code. You need to use this invite code. <laughs> oh, you're right. It won't even work if you don't use the invite code. Golf G. O L F. 
golf. Golf. You know the best okay. part about the invite you code invite is? It's what you watch. Yeah. You know what the other best part is? What? We get paid. It costs them oh. nothing. And you're supporting the podcast by helping us get Gunner out of his job so we can watch more golf. I like my job, but <laughs> if you keep using the invite code golf, I might be swayed. Anyways, download the free app, use invite code golf, and watch live sports in sync with us while we host our own watch party. That's Hot Mike on Android and Apple. Invite code golf, G O L F. Follow us, The Swingdom, on Hot Mike and enjoy our banter. That's Hot it. Hot Mike. Hot Mike. And now to your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunner Kane. All right. So the memorial happened this weekend. I I watched the, the nice thing about being in England was I got to play golf and then I still get to go home and watch golf because it starts so late. Right. But this weekend, the Memorial Invitational Championship of Dublin, Ohio, was only the second most important championship that I was concerned with. Really? Yes. What was we, the first one? We had the Bovey Tracy Men's Golf Club Championship Invitational for members in Bovey Tracy, England. And I didn't, I didn't realize this, but I came, in, I came in two separate places. Did you? Yeah. So it was, it was a gorgeous day. It was 28 uh -huh. degrees Celsius. Mm -hmm. So like 67-ish? Yeah, yeah, somewhere around there. It was lovely. Um, I got to play 18 holes. I was the second group out, so I was out at 8, 10 in the morning. I felt really good about it. My first, my front nine, I shot four over par with two birdies. 39 what? on the front. I felt amazing. Wow. On the back nine, I couldn't hold it together. I shot nine over. But I shot, hmm. I shot 13 over, so an 83. Which is, I know this is going to sound crazy because like I'm a 10 handicap, but that's my lowest 18 hole score ever. Wow, good for you. Good job. I had a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I felt really good. Um, yeah, I was, I, I had a really good day. I love playing with all the guys there. All the guys there are really good. They're really great. They're great fun. We had a few beverages afterwards. Um, mm hmm. Since since this is since this is a public forum, I don't want to vent too loudly. Mm -hmm. But as it's the club championship, there was a net winner and a gross winner or a scratch winner. Mm -hmm. Now I'm not really sure how it works. Like so this is the this is the second time I played in the club championship, but this is like the this is the <laughs> really like the second time I've ever really third or fourth time I've ever played in a proper tournament, like proper net right. tournament other than like, you know, they sort of do scrambles or they do, you know, like we've been to, we've been to charity tournaments and that's a lot different. Yeah. 
Um, so in a net tournament, uh, do you, have you ever played in a net tournament? Yes. What what is the low score? F- what 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 percentage of players should be shooting underneath their handicap? Um, I say you get lucky. You get lucky at ten percent. Okay. So not fifty percent. We're shooting their handicap or lower. Right. Not 50. That's too much. That's too much, right? Mm-hmm. So the net winner won by eight strokes. Mm. Second place was seven strokes under his handicap. So he was he's a 21 handicap and he shot 14 over. Mm. Is that supposed to happen? Um, not typically, no. That's that sounds to me like you're a ten handicap and having a rough day or a pretty good day. Yeah, um, we there was a twenty-seven handicap that shot five under, twenty-two, nineteen, twenty, twenty-nine handicap shot two under. Mm-hmm. So if I look at the net scores out of 51 players mm-hmm. i shot two over my gross so i shot a two over my handicap so i shot 13 over i'm an 11 handicap mm-hmm. i still came in 33rd place with a 72 net wow out of 51 yeah that's uh it sounds to me, and I'm not pointing fingers, it just sounds yeah. to me like not everybody is accurately reporting their handicap. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I guess I guess it was so lovely and the course was so dried out that the course was technically playing at like um, 68. Like if you were a scratch golfer, you didn't know 67. Mm-hmm. If you're a scratch golfer, you're expected to go around in three under handicap, like three under yeah. R because it was so dried out and the conditions were so nice and everybody was shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a bit of me is like me being a bit sore. Cause I'm like, well, I shot two over and like, that's mm-hmm. my handicap. Like my handicap is an 11. And like, if I shoot two under my handicap or two under, under, if I shoot two over or two under my handicap, like that's a good day. Yeah. Right. Like when you're shooting five under your handicap in tournament conditions over 18 holes, that's, Mm -hmm. that's insanity. Yeah, it is. Like I I'm always a big proponent for flights and stroke play only. Okay. And I do understand that sometimes people sort of like manipulate their scores to be like the lowest score in the next flight up. But then you. Well, but then that you're just not. means you intentionally play worse. Yeah, I'd rather be fifteenth in the championship flight than second in the players' flight. And that's sort of what happened. So I came in tenth in the gross. Mm-hmm. 
So that's sort of like that's sort of the weird thing to me. It's like I came in tenth in the gross, but thirty third in the nets out of fifty one. Right. So there's a lot of high handicappers who playing either, low handicap golf. Yeah, playing playing mid handicap golf. Right. Because I think it's a bit like for me, it's like if if and you remember these days, if you're playing golf and you're like, oh, I need to like I would feel good today if I broke a hundred. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're like a if you're a 30 handicap, which the winner was. If you're a 30 handicap and you're like, okay, like if I be if I break a hundred, that would be great. That would be a great round of golf. That would be amazing. Like I, I'd buy everybody a drink. Because I have a hard time beating a hundred, because that's where the thirty handicapper is. Right. Right. And you shoot a ninety-two. Is that a fluke? No. No, I didn't break. Uh, I didn't break. I didn't shoot in the eighties until I was a. 13 handicap, 14 handicap. Yeah. And that's what I'm and saying. And that's, like, that's when I couldn't, I couldn't miss a putt that day. I remember yeah. that day very distinctly. I couldn't yeah. miss a putt. So if you were like, say, so the guy who came in second place, I mean, they're all really nice guys. I've, like, I have nothing against them. It's not like I don't, I really like them. I'm just like, I was a, I'm just a bit confused. It's more about the format of the championship. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so he's a 21 handicap. Which mm-hmm. means, which means, he has a hard time breaking ninety. And then right. on the on the championship day, he shoots an eighty three, or an eighty four. Right. Yeah, that's that's typically not how it works. No, like it, you don't go from having a hard time breaking ninety to almost breaking eighty on a championship right. day. Yeah. Like. It doesn't matter how good you're putting. Right. Like if you're if you're on a, on an average day leaving like so this is the thing is I played and I was like okay well I I know that I left four 3 foot putts out there because I was so not used to having the flag like they were we were pulling some of the flags. And I was mm-hmm. so used to seeing the flag in there when we pulled the flags I missed three putts like inside of 3 feet. And I was just sort of like, okay, like people are going to have their chipping mistakes because the grass is long. The holes are in the most difficult places on the greens because it's the club championship. Like most right. people should have a hard time on championship day contending with their handicap. Mm-hmm. And so for 23 out of 51 people to play to their handicap or lower. I, ju- I don't know if it's the I don't know if it's the nine hole format we play in constantly. I don't know if it's Stableford. I don't know if it's that we play so much in in net competitions and not gross competitions. Like mm-hmm. it just sort of it just sort of like put me off of like this idea of playing in the qualifiers of like playing in like the little Tuesday Thursday money matches. Because I'm like. If these guys are just going to pull it out of the bag whenever whenever they want, like none of them are actually trying to lower their handicap 
they're trying to win 20 or 30 quid here or there. That happens a lot. That happens a lot when handicaps are involved. Yeah. So I was a little, I was a little so, disappointed. I was just disappointed. I understand. I felt great yeah. that I, I was in, you know, when it came to gross, I was in the top, I was technically tied eighth. Top 10? Yeah. There you go. That's yeah, that great. was awesome. So that's where it's going to be. And I had a great time and it was fun. I was just, I think it was one of those things I was a bit, I shot two over my handicap. I expected to be in the top 20. Right. To be 13 out of the top 20 was hard. It was hard to see. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm just trying to be as honest as I can with my friend Gunner. That's right. I'm trying to disparage anybody. (laughs) Right. And I'm not using any names and I'm not like, I'm not going, you know, I'm not going to go on. I'm not on about, I'm not going on about how I don't want to go on. It's like, I'm not saying that people are doing this purposefully. I just think the formats that we play in usually allow this to happen. Yeah. Like, I think you're right. Like, I think if it was, if it was flights and it was, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, if it was flights and yeah, I, mean, I don't, maybe there's just not enough players or maybe there's not enough guys who are close enough to scratch. Maybe there's not enough of, you know, I mean, I love the course and I love the guys there. It's, it's a great course to play around. I was just, Mm -hmm. I was disappointed to see myself in 33rd and I wasn't sure if it was my fault for shooting two over or if it was just like, like if the, like if those odds were really disproportionate to what you would see at golf courses back in the States. Right. So, yeah, so write in, add some comments, comment, let me know um, if I'm being overdramatic and unrealistic or, or if, if it's, if that's the way you see golf going. Um, Right. It was weird. It was just weird. Yeah. Let us know. Um, Let us know your thoughts. But I'm still playing golf. I played golf today, playing golf. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm taking the rest of this week off. That's it. That's my Mm -hmm. rant. Um, I got a I got a birdie on nine, so that was a two. So I get some free golf balls. Nice. I may. Um, I know we're closing in on two thousands on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And we're closing in on a hundred subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. So I'm going to talk to Gunner this week, and we may do a giveaway. All right. If you're subscribed to both. When we hit 2,000 and 100, you'll be eligible to win a brand new pack of golf balls I didn't pay for. Mm. How does that sound? I like it. Yep. I like it. <laughs> All, All right. right. You have any, what's going on in the golf world with you? Nothing. I'm working now. So I think <laughs> we'll have some stuff to talk about next week. All right. Yeah, sorry. I know I took up a lot of time with my rants. I apologize about that. But it was um That's all right. I'm new to the tournament thing and I just I if that's gonna be the norm, I need to figure out a strategy where like I'm terrible when it doesn't count and then I'm fantastic when it does. Yeah. Well good luck with that. <laughs> um all right, Gunner. Yeah, check us out on uh like Ben said, go check us out on the YouTube. Subscribe, check out our videos. Ben does a great job with that. Go check out and subscribe to the Instagram. Tell all your friends. Tell your friends to 
check out our podcast. Obviously, we do this for you. If you're listening on uh, Apple, leave us a review and a rating. That really helps us out. Twitter, Facebook, we're all over the place. So, yeah, interact yes. with us. Send us yep. emails. Let us know what you got in the bag. Let us know how you feel about uh, stroke play versus, uh, you know, factoring in handicaps. Yep. Um, let us know all that. Yeah, the email is theswingdomofgolf at gmail.com. The the webpage is theswingdompodcast.com. Is it up? Yep. It, I think it might be in its earliest stages. So just just use it for what it's there for. We're going to try to clean it up and make it look real pretty in the near future. That's right. Thank you guys for listening to our golf rants. Yep. Thank you guys. All right. We'll, we'll talk to you in a few days. That's right. All Just right, a bye. couple days. Yeah, bye, Gunner. See you, man. You've been listening to The Swingdom. Remember, we're just two guys. 28 clubs, zero putts given.